Robin Law is here. Robin, good evening. Good evening. Hi, Robin. Thank you so much for coming in. She probably hates telly, likes the enemy, isn't it? Well, I just thought this was going to be a bit of a change of pace because I was going to talk about the Christmasaurus, so it's a bit of a... Christmasaurus, <laughs> lovely. Is that a dinosaur? It's so lovely. I have to tell you, I've got this massive telly in my house because that's all what blokes do. They buy a telly, don't they? Much to the disappointment and chagrin of their wives... And then they spend 40 quid a month on Sky Sports and then sit there like lemmings until they're 50, which is what I'm doing. Except that sometimes I turn the television off and I feel my temples relax. I pick out a book from the bookshelf. At the moment, I'm reading Boris Johnson's book about Churchill, which I'm really enjoying. (laughs) And uh, life is sweeter. I've just read the Bill Bryson book, The Road to Little Dribbling. Love that too. Got David Frost in my bookshelf as well, ready to read. All that stuff, though, is from the summer, and we're looking ahead to the Christmas market. Robin, you're going to run through some of the books, your own personal favourites as well that are out at the moment. Yeah, so, I mean, some things that are kind of obvious, things like um, Bruce Springsteen's autobiography that is What's that, that out. called? Um, the Bus. Born to Run. Ah, of course, of course. <laughs> um, so that's obviously a really big one for Christmas. Not Make America Great Again, then. Sadly not. <laughs> Although I feel like he might do a slightly better job. Um, there's also... <laughs> hey, nice. Uh, better, bit of tropicality there. Bit of satire. Um, then there's things that if you're looking for kids, there's obviously um, the Harry Potter book that did come out a while ago, but I think it's probably going to take another big... That's the one there. that she hasn't written, isn't it? Um, well, or it's she, based on one of her stories. Yeah. It's a, it's the kind of the, the play and the acting notes as well. Yeah. Because um, the play is obviously in two parts, so it's quite a hefty hardback, actually. And she's vetoed it and said, all right, that's okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's with her blessing. So that's for the kids. And her mind. Yes. And then, obviously, um, Fantastical Beasts and Where to Find Them, because the film is coming out. Um, so is that the new Harry Potter film? That is the new Harry Potter film. So it's got the notes to go with the film. Um, yeah, it's and a the screenplay, book, yeah. so it's all kind of, it's all yeah. bits and bobs from what's going to be on the screen as well. And what, what, what's what's your what's your favourite genre? Is it like fiction, or do you like you know factual books, or do you autobiographies, horror? I like literary fiction. That's yeah. that's yeah. kind of where I live. Yeah. That's my stuff that I really enjoy. So Excellent. things that yeah. are coming out soon. So the things like The Power by Naomi Alderman, which has come out just recently, which is a really interesting book about um, basically gender swap almost, where um, women oh, yeah. develop an electrifying power in their fingertips um, overnight and what that does to society. So not What do you mean? Gender. What happens with the fingertips? They... And say it's, what... it's, a, it's a, a skein, I think it's pronounced. Right. It's along your collarbone and women just find that they can suddenly administer severe electric shocks to to oh. anyone, including Sounds, Which men. is actually a statement on society. Mm-hmm. I mean, not being a woman, I have noticed... You don't say. That, you know, I've had a shave, so, you, you know, you, I could be easily, uh, easily mistaken, apart from the short hair and deep voice. But apart from those things... And I have gen- noticed. Genitals. Well, I, I keep them in neutralities. Anyway, um, where were we? Robin, um, it is a statement of today, isn't it? It's a statement of today um, that women uh, do have suddenly the whip hand, that actually women have succeeded so much in the battle of the sexes that actually they are the boss sex now. I would love to agree with that. I would love to say that that was true. Um, but I, I think that I think that there is a danger of assuming that that battle is won. Um, yes, yes. Because there's a lot of ways in which it's not. You see, because I think that book is similar to the TV show of the 1960s, 
which is still on our screens all the time now, Bewitched, which is the story of a white-collar advertising man and his out-of-control wife, daughter, and mother-in-law. And they're all witches. Mm, there's more nose-wiggling in that than it. there is in the yeah. power. But the point is that the women have powers over him which he cannot control. Mm -hmm. And he ends up, a lot of the time, drinking in an underground bar and he's got an overpowering male boss at his McMahon and Tate company. I think you're reading too much into Bewitched, the, no. the, the story behind no. it. was just No, a, there was a lot to it. it was quite formative for you. It took me until I was about 35 to realise that there was another meaning there. And it is, you know, when you start applying other meanings to programmes, you understand what the guys who were writing it were, were trying to get to. And I guess that this is a... This, is a, this collarbone business... Mm -hmm. is um, a reference to feminism today, is it not? It definitely is. But I think there's a nice turn in some of the fiction that's coming out at the moment that's addressing kind of public press. So things like the Booker Prize winner, which will be another big one. Um, now it's big and then it'll, I think it will continue to Christmas, which is The Sellout, um, which is basically a novel about... It is, it's primarily about slavery. Um, so that can kind of ties into the Black Lives Matter movement, to things yeah. like, obviously, Trump. Um, and then there's other books. There's one that's up for um, the Bailey Gifford Prize, which is a non-fiction prize, which is called Negroland by Margot Jefferson. So it's it's there's quite a lot of things reflected in literature that are happening. That's a controversial topic. What about Fifty Shades of Grey? Hang on. No, just, just a second. It. Negroland? Yes. I mean, that is deliberately a wind-up title. Um, I think it's supposed to be stimulating. I think it's supposed to be something that you that you engage with over the course. So it's not something that should be taken just as, as itself. Right. To kind of is it about what is Negro land exactly? Where is it? Is it a land? Um, no, it's a concept, I think. Okay. Um, it's, I mean, this is one of the ones that's up for, the, for a prize, so I think it is definitely worth reading in its entirety. Is that a slavery sort of... It's, yeah, it's engaging So the title, you can immediately race. tell that, can't you? Yeah, when it's engaging you with race. So. You see, yeah. in America's history, there was a Negro land. Because Liberia in Africa was a sovereign state created by American slaves. The flag of Liberia is the American flag, but with one star. And African slaves returned to Africa to set up their own nation to become emancipated. So um, maybe before they uh, thought Liberia was a nicer name, a sweeter name, which obviously means freedom, uh, liberation, Liberia, perhaps that word uh, might have come out as, as, as a thought for the name of that state. So you just wonder if it's a state of mind or whether it's a reference to history. Because mm, there were places in America that were free for slaves where they escaped, and enough of them the north. Well, no, no, just over America, where enough of them formed their own town that they couldn't get taken away again. And they used to, and sometimes, escape slaves back to, to, to keep the calm. And so there were actual free states, free parts for black people, mm. even during slavery. Do you want Terrible some times. fun ones? Yeah, go on. Yeah. Let's see. Comedy. Any so, comedy? Um, well, I mean, the Christmas Horus is supposed to be very jolly, and it's by. Um, Tom Fletcher, who was in McFly. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny's so, a big McFly. 
I am, yeah. yeah. So, um, so that's good. a new kids' book that's coming out at Christmas. Um, it's there's also um, it's actually McBusted now, by the way. Oh right, yeah, okay. They merged McFly and Busted merged so easy with your Fly. McFly. It's McBusted. Sorry, yeah, all right. You get upset if you get there's McFly. Ten of them wrong. now, and they're yeah. all they're all they're all exactly nineteen years old, all of them. And then you get to see Year Three Thousand performed live in concert, which I mean, that that's that's living the dream, really. Isn't yeah, it? man. Um, there's also um, there's other ones that are really like so things like um, are you aware of the concept of hooker? Hugger, what's up? Hugger, it's H-Y-G-G-E, and I might be murdering the pronunciation, right. um, but it's basically um, a Danish concept, a oh, Danish yeah. word. Um, Keeping it's, a, what, uh, it's like cosy, yeah, I think yeah. it's the closest translation, I don't think there's a direct translation, but yeah. that's kind of the nearest one, that's, um, so it's like coziness, but it also kind of means cold at the same time, so I think if you go for like a nice walk in the woods with your loved ones and it's snowing, that can be hugger in the same way that a roaring fire yeah. can be. And so it's about happiness as well. So there's, there's, I think there's about seven or so books on hugger that's out at the moment because it's really taken off after yeah, the popularity. Yes, it's like, why? Um, what, what do you mean, like, fiction about it or no, how to get your hugger? Um, yeah, how to get you. You should do that one. How to get you. Act on that now. Yeah, right, <laughs> Someone yeah. will steal that. Yeah. Um, no, but it's. Um, it was originally there was a book called um, How to Live Danishly, which oh, was nice. um, yeah about a woman who went to live there and um, found because there's there's what's it called? It's the um, the institute, the Happiness Research Institute, which is in um, in, a, in and it's a Danish man who set that up that um, basically established. Being Danish is the happiest that you can be. Is it? Because that's interesting. Because I know Finland, they're very depressed, aren't they? Because of the light and everything, very dark. Now. It's a kind of, yeah, Scandinavian. Scandinavian. And also, concept. Roy Hodgson used to manage them. Yeah. So you would can't make you happy or depressed. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so there's lots of books on that at the moment, and um, they just they are really quite beautiful things as well. They're yeah. really nice covers. They're quite dinky, but also hardback. So they're quite nice gift ideas because they feel they're quite tactile. They're quite nice. What about historical the packaging? And the cover is absolutely everything. And of course, the American market and the British market they have completely different book covers for the sensibility. You can't judge a book by its cover, I find. I think sometimes yeah, it's better to judge by its cover than, yeah. than a blurb sometimes, because I yeah. think blurbs can actually be quite misleading, whereas at least with a cover, or, at least, or with, maybe not with a cover, but with a cover combined with a read of the first page. Can I just say, I've just had a, um, a lovely tweet from Alexandra. Alexandra, good evening. Oh, you see, because look, right, I'm pretending I know about McFly and, and Busted and McBusted, right? Mm -hmm. Right, because I, I am... The father of two baby girls. They're too young for McBusted and McFly, but I'm basically. Yeah, don't use them as an excuse. They're under two <laughs> right. years old. However, <laughs> however Alexandra has put me right. I am McBusted here because I know nothing about it, as has been revealed by Alexandra. Oh dear! Tweets Alexandra. Talk radio just said McFly were now McBusted because they merged. Yeah, you've embarrassed <laughs> us. Someone hasn't told them they dissolved when Charlie rejoined Busted. Yes, the idiot. <laughs> so thank you, Alexandra. Right, we'll continue with this broadcast. That's now, important that you busted that up. Could, have got in all kinds, could have got in all kinds will, of trouble. I will issue an announcement to the London stock market tomorrow about the demerger <laughs> since Charlie has arrived. So yes, um, book covers, book covers. Um, my mate is quite a high-rolling uh, agent out there in uh, London um, a publishing land, uh, a friend called Johnny Geller. Who is Kanga? Uh, yeah, the Kanga. Yeah. Who is at? Um, um, He's very powerful in publishing. Who is that? He does all the best books, doesn't I'm he? Biographies. About the he did Clinton's Curtis Brown. 
And he basically is in charge of the different covers and he sweats over the ideas of the different books. And even he read a book once and there were different versions of the text inside. The fonts, aren't fonts? No, not the fonts. The actual subject matter was slightly different for the different markets. I mean, one of the... We sell quite a little kitschy thing at at our shop, which is on High Haven, should anyone wish to visit. Um, Have you got a coffee outlet inside like that? We do. We have a Benugo. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Benugo are nice. Mm, Yummy. Yummy. It's it's someone called Ben and someone called Hugo. I like it. They formed a a chain called Benugo. There's a lot of them in kind of... um, the museums around yes. London. Uh, yes, and in the parks, posh yes. parks. They are nice. They, they do, they do um, a very nice bagel. It's a pop in high hope. <laughs> the disappointing thing is, if you just buy the bagel without all the stuff in it, it's not eight quid. It's 50p. That's the issue. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, we have a little box of matchbox, um, a set of matchboxes that have kind yeah. of banned books on them, and they say why they were banned. And one of them is, um, I'm pretty sure it's Fahrenheit 451 that was this, which it was um, edited and parts were removed or censored without the author's knowledge. Uh, for, why? For, um, I think it was something like it's something like 10 or 15 years that it was... Um, it had sections removed and he wasn't aware. So obviously, why would you go and check your own... Why? What, your own what was it? Were they too sexy for the book? Inflammatory. Oh, inflammatory. Oh. Interesting. It's the same thing as... Um, I mean, the, some of the reasons why books have been banned are just, are just ridiculous. I know. But well, there was... Obviously, there's, there's some famous examples, but, I mean, if there, is there any coming up? Is there any controversial books that we should go out and, you know, that people, you know, that, that maybe are going to... I mean, there's... Um, like a hair tingle. <laughs> your hair tingle. Um, there's, I mean, there will definitely be some stuff that comes out after the American election. Yes, that be, right. That will be worth reading. Oh, yeah. I, bet, I bet we'll talk about that. Hold that thought, Robin. Yeah. That's a big, big one. We're going to talk about current affairs and the books that might be out over Christmas as well. Robin's got some tremendous ideas. If you want a present for your girlfriend, for your dad, for your wife, for your common law, whatever he, she might be, Robin Law is here from Blackwell Bookshops to tell you. 03444991000. She's in the studio. If you've got any bookie, bookie questions, she's here. So call us now. Okay, welcome along. Johnny Gould featuring Ash here, Talk Radio. Robin Law is with us in the studio from Blackwell's Bookshops. Robin is in charge of uh, all the big events that come to uh, the branch at High Hoban. Johnny Herbert's coming tomorrow, isn't he? Tell us about that, Robin. He um, has a new um, autobiography out, or a new one, his only autobiography out called um, What Doesn't Kill You, because obviously he had that horrific crash at Brown's Hatch and then kind of fought his way back. Um, so he's coming in to do kind of a London launch. Um, so he's going to do a little talk, he's going to do a little reading, he's going to do a little Q&A. Terrific. And then will there be time. nibbles? There will be um, Prosecco. Oh, oh lovely. Bubbly. How lovely. It's lovely to be light-headed at these events. Exactly. Do people off the street just come in then for, like, Prosecco? You'll get, like, people, just anyone coming up. This one, this one is ticketed, so it's £3 oh, pounds right. a ticket, but that is redeemable off the book, so... Three quid doesn't... That's half a drink in London. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, so it's, it, people can come kind of on the night. Where are you drinking? It's about a tenth of a drink. 
Well, no, it's six quid. Uh, 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 six quid for a Prosecco. Yeah, for a Prosecco, it's 20 quid, isn't it? Can I smell the flower cordial as well? That's, well, that's all right. For the routines, everyone's catered for. Now, that's very nice. So, look, we talked politics before, and you talked about the intrigue of the American election, and tell us about Hillary Clinton. So, there is a collection of Hillary Clinton's speeches that is going to be released, I think, in a couple of weeks. Quite a nice... Kind of hardback bound um, edition, so that's quite a nice thing to have. I mean, I think she's done some really amazing things. I mean, not maybe not as amazing as Michelle Obama, but give her time. Mm. Um, and so that's, I think that's something that might inspire somebody in your family if you wanted to give it to them over Christmas. Uh, absolutely right. I mean, Michelle Obama has literally done the same job as Hillary, been first lady, mm. and first lady in this media age is now a disproportionately powerful unelected role. I mean, in the olden days, they just sat there and they were old ladies and they didn't say anything With before about 1990. I mean, Eleanor Roosevelt, though, was quite important. Yes. In that. And, I mean, for charity work, that kind of thing. And Exactly. And by accident, Betty Ford set up her clinic because she drunk too much. Nancy Reagan did a bit, didn't she? And well. just say no. Yeah. So, of course, this is all about this idea that uh, the media has made First Lady... An important role, which been quite... Robin, uh, when Bill Clinton becomes first dude on November the 8th, hopefully, uh, having been the first ever first lady who is a former president of the United States, it's effectively having him back in power in some way. I think it's underestimating her to say right. that he's back in power. I think that he is going to fill a supportive role. I think that, I think that you're right in that first lady has become quite an important but I think it's a figurehead rather mm. than a position of power. I think it's, yes, it, it okay. represents something. Although something, it's something in so, it's sort of like social conscience and yeah. things around society that need tidying up. But I'm looking forward to Camille Glenn coming back and sound like Huckleberry Hell. It is weird, though, that the first lady, <laughs> or the first dude as it is, will have been president. That's never happened before. That's just strange, and isn't it? will it? never happen again. And will they call her Mrs. President? You know, like they she's got them. to. Or Miss, or, or, Miss President. Well, no, but she's Mrs. President. Would it be Madam? Madam President. President. I only know this from disaster films that I've I watched. Don't know. They do, yes, ma'am, in the United States. <laughs> oh, when they, Madam President. When they pick up your case in every posh hotel in the United States, yeah. yes, ma'am. You just wonder whether ma'am president, madam president, it's something they'll have to think about. I, mean, I lived in South Carolina for a year, and Did they you? say ma'am a lot there, and yeah. I actually ma'am. do miss it. It's quite a nice. It's nice, isn't it's it? Just yes. little, I mean, because like people are the same age group and the same kind of social social status. So, like lecturers would also call me ma'am in class. If you put ma'am. your hand up, they'd say yes, ma'am. To That's take nice. Your answer, and it's just it's quite a nice. Because I, I it takes it. away all the misses, the ms, and the. You know, all those other things. Mm-hmm. Madam. Yeah, madam, which is for old ladies, isn't it? And people who run uh, houses of ill repute. That's right, that's yeah. right. Now, there's also other stuff that you're going to tell us about. For example, the Twitter craze, those accounts that have gone great, like mm-hmm. WH Smith Carpet, which always makes me titter. Yeah. There's something coming fresh out of Weatherspoons, isn't there? It's spoons Carpets. Um, so, <laughs> me, me and my boyfriend are actually a little bit obsessed with um, Weatherspoons Carpets because apparently each Weatherspoons has its own carpet. It's never Made. replicated in another... I saw a programme about that. Yeah, they, uh, yes. they weave them at the, that 
you know, the fight, I think Axminster, I think they're proper, yeah. Yeah, and they are things of, and they also often are themed by what the, the region or the, what the pub is called. Oh, how lovely. Which is quite fun. And I mean, the, the, the scary thing about that is that there's some people who try and see every single Wetherspoons carpet and some of them are past security. Mike Barry, he's one of our people here, he's gone to all of them. Yeah, but some of them are past security in airports, so you would have to book a flight in order to complete this quest, wow. which I have quite a lot of respect for. That's outrageous. So this <laughs> is a lovely book which outs the Weatherspoons carpets, and I presume they got permission, didn't they, from Weatherspoons? I mean, I would imagine so. I can't imagine that Weatherspoons would have not enjoyed the extra publicity no, that you sure get from not. it. And the guy who did it is quite is quite jolly, and I think it is one of the Twitter to... Is that a coffee to table book? It's quite Pictures, dinky, actually. Yeah. Oh, it's a it little one, yeah, so it's quite small. So it's, it's kind of more... The Robin Law is here, thanks for your patience. I hope you enjoyed that little march back into television life. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was before I was born, but... Because <laughs> you're only ten. <laughs> um, um, now, Robin, uh, we, we put you on hold, and we've taken you off hold because you've got some more lovely books for the Christmas uh, shoppers to get at. Yeah, so some more fun stuff. Um, so there's another, there's another Twitter to copy one that's um 70s dinner party right um which is basically recipe books and stuff it's a lot of it seems to be sausages suspended in aspic <laughs> um or sounds like a damien hurst <laughs> or um yeah and there's a lot of salmon kind of reshaped into um a less salmon looking salmon like shape. a pate <laughs> yes exactly lots of terrines and also um, that very very dark chocolate pudding with cream in the middle and cherry on the top yes exactly it's that like kind of stuff yeah it's that kind of stuff and there's also I think the main one on their Twitter page is, is a lettuce that's been cut in half and inside there's some sort of cocktail surprise um, so it's that kind of the horrifying um, things that people might remember what about um, food like what about food? Yeah, Sh- chefs. Any chefs' books coming out? Um, well, there's obviously there's the Bake Off stuff um, that oh, comes yeah. out after meal after. kit while they can uh, the last few months. Yeah, now that and now that it's moving. Yeah moving elsewhere. There'll be um, more books then once it goes more commercial. Yeah, I mean, Jamie Oliver's got a new one out he as well. He would have, yeah. Uh, What's it about, what, 27-minute meals? <laughs> um, no, because he actually did 15-minute meals as well. So I know. But they really tried them out over. and they go, actually, you need 23 minutes to do this, you know what I mean? But also you need about seven hours to wash up afterwards yeah. because you use every pot and yeah, pan exactly. you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But So Jamie Oliver's got one. What's his, do you know yeah. what his book is? Italian something. It's, it's a really yeah. lovely light blue cover. I love it, yeah. Um, but I can't remember the top of my head what that no, was called, well, but, but it, is, it is a new one. I think it's I think it's something to do with that kind of hearty family meals. I think that's what he, he's moved oh, yeah. into. So it's moved yeah. away from the quick stuff into kind of more yeah. celebratory, but you'd have to you'd have to come in because it is on our table in, okay. in the shop. Okay, we're going to come there, man. We're going to... Um, coffee. There's other really nice ones that are kind of if you're looking for coffee table books or things that yeah. are beautiful things yes, as well beautiful as beautiful books. Nice. Yeah, so there's a, something called um, the Botanicum, yes. which um, I don't know if you um, saw, but last year there was something called the Animalium, and it's this kind of big, um, like all like really quite hefty sized, um, but picture book, but picture book kind of for adults as well. So it's really beautiful illustrations of animals and of the animal kingdom. Yeah. Um, and she's um, the illustrator who is called Catherine Willis, um, has now done one called Botanicum, and it's all beautiful um, pictures of um, plants and flowers. And it's just a really nice thing to, to look through and to, to see kind of not just like the natural world, but also see kind of the, the illustrations are really 
really beautifully done. So that's quite a lovely thing to own. That's lovely. And some of your own personal faves too. Yeah, what do you want for Christmas? What book yeah, do, you what want? do you want? Um, one I like the sound of is a new Tim Harford. He wrote The Undercover Economist. Yeah, right. Um, and he's got a new book out, which is actually one, it's kind of, because um, I don't know if you're aware, there was a surge of books about... Um, there was one that was the Japanese art of tidying, but it was kind of, it's all kind of mindfulness and tidiness and almost, not rigidity, but kind of putting... Philosophies. Yeah, lots of different ways to fold your pants and fit them in your drawer, which... Like feng, feng shui. Exactly, and his, his new book is actually called Messy, um, which is about how a little bit of messiness in your life can be quite nice and can stimulate creativity and that yes. you can go too far in the other direction. And My just... mum wouldn't like that book. No, but it's true, yeah. Our mum wouldn't have no, that. She wouldn't it's just that. a bit of chaos to give you, chaos, you know, get your creative juices juice going. Yeah, I mean, not to not to not to say anything about the state of the studio, but it's not. I don't feel that the Japanese art of tidying is going on in here. There are other broadcasts. That's Sam Delaney. That we are actually filthy. Did a big boy do it and then run away? Yeah, that basically that's exactly yeah. what happened. We have to do the tidying up, otherwise. What is your Ian favorite? Goes mental. Your favorite ever book of all time? My favorite ever book of all time. Yeah. Um, I'm a sucker for a Cormac McCarthy, so probably yeah. the Border Trilogy, which right. is a very sparse and beautiful set of three novels. Um, Lovely. In the deep south, on the kind of frontier in America. So it's not descriptive. No. Takes you there. Yeah, and another one that is beautiful and that is out at the moment and is actually um, illustrated by one of our booksellers, Victoria Turnbull, who works in our shop but is also very talented. She's got a book called Pandora that comes out tomorrow. Which oh, is, she, she works there. She works and here, you're, she, and it's, it's so she'll be leaving soon if um, it does well. Well, I mean, yeah, we're going to kind of try to hold her back, but yeah, um, it yeah. is a beautiful book. It's wow. about a fox that lives. Do you write? Um, I. I oh, it's so embarrassing when people ask that question, but. Um, Yes, we'll we'll yes, stick with hers. Hers is watch beautiful. Watch this space. Good luck. <laughs> Robin Law, how can we buy from Blackwell Shops? Where are they? Um, so ours is 50 to 51 High Hoban. Um, we've also got a shop at the Welcome Collection, um, which is, is just really beautiful, a really nice space. And, and Manchester and Edinburgh... And, and um, our main branch is in Oxford. That's a beautiful one. Go and visit that. We've got Heifers in Cambridge. Um, we've got one, yeah, Edinburgh as well, beautiful. which is really big. So many. Robin Law from Blackwell's Bookshops. Christmas is upon us, nearly. Hey, the bike rides, hey, the bike rides, oh.